Welcome, everybody, to the second episode of the Envision podcast. And I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to dive into the science and the scientific backing behind all these techniques that we use. So once again, we have Dr. Paul Douglas with us from Envision and uh, excited to have you here, Paul. And thanks for coming, especially on the scientific side. I know that's primarily what your background is in. Yeah, it's great to be here. I love uh, this integration of science along with uh, everything that we're doing with Envision. Definitely. So I'm going to open up with just a question, which is, did you know that you can actually increase your strength without lifting any weights or even moving your body? And that's possible with visualization. And that statement's actually backed up in science as well. So when we say like, why should we visualize? Why should we use visualization techniques? The thing that I usually say is because it works, because it's based in science. So there's hundreds of scientific studies that have validated the effectiveness of visualization. It's been shown to improve motivation, memory, habit change. There's studies that have shown it's effective in pain management, in anxiety and stress reduction, as well as immune system improvements. So I'd love to dive in on how visualization works and how it's based in science. So Paul, I'll pass it to you if you want to dive in with some of the basics. Yeah, thanks, Elliot. I think the main point that I want everybody to take away from this is that visualization works because what we visualize is experienced by the brain similarly to experiencing reality. And so that affords us an opportunity to be rehearsing, that affords us an opportunity to be impacting everything that the nervous system impacts through this practice of visualization. And that's not just theory. That's something that MRI research has shown. There's this type of MRI called a functional MRI, where we can actually see areas of the brain light up when that area is becoming active. We see that on the MRI study. And so we can ask somebody to visualize and we'll see an area of the brain light up exactly as it does when that person is experiencing that in real life. And that means that this is an incredible tool for the brain affecting the nervous system and everything that that affects. And so you can see this is really a basis for everything that gets affected in our lives, potentially, when we visualize. And so that's why this melding of science, this coming together of the technology that we have, all the computer sophisticated programming that allows us to do something like a functional MRI, affords us the confidence to say, oh, visualization, this is something that it's not just our testimonial that it works. It actually, we can actually see it right in the images on the MRI. And we'll definitely link all of these studies that we're mentioning in the description section here so that you can reference them if you want. And I know the MRI study for me was a big one just because you can replicate a real life experience through visualization and have your brain, nervous system and body respond as if you were actually going through that situation. And so there's so many things that that can be applied to. So what if I told you that your mind is capable of treating pain that doesn't respond to medication? Or what if I told you that you can uplevel your business and accomplish your goals more easily without working harder? I mean, you still got to work hard, but without just increasing your output, you can actually get better business results. What if I told you you can train your brain to deliver a perfect speech without getting nervous in front of however many people you have to deliver that speech in front of? So all of this is possible and more when we learn visualization. So let's take a look at some of the details of the science. 
Paul, do you want to dive in with the muscle strength study? If you guys remember, I mentioned your ability to get stronger without ever lifting a weight. This is the study behind yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, this is a fascinating study that really demonstrates the power of visualization. When at the Cleveland Clinic, a researcher by the name of Guang Yu compared people who exercised to people who only did mental training or visualization. And so there was one group that participated in actual physical exercise, and what they measured was muscle mass, how much muscle mass increased over the time period of the study. And they saw a 30% increase in muscle mass in those people doing physical exercise. Those people who did no physical exercise and performed the exercise only in their minds showed a 13.5 increase in muscle mass. I mean, think about that. It's, it's not huge, but it's at least a third. It's greater than a third the amount of increase that people who were actually physically exercising were able to see. And so just by the process of visualization, they actually changed their bodies. They actually changed the amount of muscle that they had. And of course, the strength that went with that increase in, in muscle mass. The time frame was about three months. And it was something that was able to wipe out any doubt that somebody may have that we can affect the body through this process of creating images in our mind through the process of visualization. So I think that's really amazing. Absolutely. And there's another study too about affecting the body just to go along that thread and looking at bone cancer and pain reduction within that. You know, so in this study, there's uh, several visualization techniques used to help this patient relieve the bone pain from the cancer, which is, Paul, as far as I understand, one of the worst types. And medications in this case weren't able to help. So one of the techniques uses hypnosis. And the main difference between hypnosis uh, visualization and some of the other visualization techniques that we deliver is in hypnosis visualization, you enter more like a trance state. And with the other techniques, you do it more actively and consciously, just to understand the difference there. But Paul, I'll pass it over to you if you want to dive in on that yeah, study. Yeah, I mean, that's an important distinction between visualization and hypnosis. But in inducing a hypnotic state, often visualization is used extensively. And so again, it shows the power of this technique, even in an example like pain control. And as you mentioned, this was actually some research that was done by Ernest and Josephine Hilgard, and they were sort of pioneers in all of this. And they talk about a 42-year-old woman who had unrelenting bone pain. And, you know, being a physician, that means something to me. I've seen all different types of pain, and I know how incredibly difficult it is to have this type of pain resolved, often it just does not respond to standard medications. And so what they were able to do is they actually used visualization techniques like asking her to travel back in time to a particularly pleasant occasion, like being by the sea on a beach or swimming in the water. And they asked her to imagine that her left hand was anesthetized. It was the right arm that had the bone cancer in it. So they started with the left hand 
And uh, gradually through visualization and through the hypnotic commands, was able to have her come to a place where she felt as if her hand had become cold and really numb. Uh, she was visualizing uh, plunging her hand into a bucket of ice and this type of visualization. And then what they talked about is having become so numb that she couldn't feel any pain in the left hand. And then what they did is they transferred this reduction in pain to the right arm and hand. It was suggested to her that she imagined herself gradually pulling a long evening glove onto her right hand with the numbed left hand. And she was encouraged to do this very, very slowly, but imagining that this glove, as she would pull it on, would anesthetize the right hand and arm. And so as she did this and as she visualized this, gradually rolling it onto the, to the pain-wracked arm, up over the elbow, the pain diminished so much so that she could now use it much more freely than she could before. And the thing that is so amazing about this is that they were able to teach her so that she could use this method on her own to start to manage her own pain and brilliant in the sense that she was able to do this then without having to take more drugs and deal with potential side effects of all of that. So it's just an amazing example of the power that we have within the human brain and also with this technique of visualization. So we've talked about a few things. I think you know, taking it out of the realm of the body. I know as an entrepreneur, you have a lot of interest in this other study. So I'm going to turn this over to you. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Paul. So the last study that we'll talk about today is from TD Bank. TD Bank surveyed more than 1,100 people and 500 small business owners across the country to learn about their visualization practices. Almost two-thirds of small business owners believe that visualizing goals helps them to map out and develop their business plans. So one in five small business owners used a vision board when starting their business. And 76% of those business owners said that today their business was where they envisioned it would be when they started. So that means three quarters of those who used visualization and vision boards when they got started in their business have achieved their vision for their business, which is really exciting, really powerful. When this study came out and was published in Forbes, you know, it just demonstrated the power and the difference of those that use visualization and those that don't. So let's wrap this episode up and kind of summarize it. Paul, I'll pass it back to you if you want to kind of summarize what we've talked about today, but really, you know, how do we use this now? Okay, so we have backing in science. We've seen some good results. How do we use it as a tool? Yeah, so as we've demonstrated it in all of this research, visualization works. It really is something that is not a belief system. It's not anything that has to do with the way that you approach things. Is something that can affect the brain and everything that the brain affects. And so we encourage you to take advantage of this tool. We all need an edge at this time. Things are so competitive. 
And visualization can be that edge that really saves you years of, of hard work and experience. It's something that is going to allow you to grow very quickly and to create these positive changes that really can transform your life. And that's why we're excited about it. And that's why we encourage you to, to check it out, to try it out, and to use this amazing tool of visualization. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. Well put. So we'll see you guys back here for the next episode. And we're going to dive in on a lot of the social proof and success stories. So once people apply these tools in the way that, that Paul just described, you know, what are they able to achieve? So we're going to dive into some of that. And then following that, we'll get into some of the practical day-to-day. -day, what are the exact things you should do? We'll see you there.